Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. <laughs> there it is. I love it. S-H-I-T, ladies and gents. S-H-I-T, so happy it's Thursday. Woo! And we can do that on Tuesday, but we, we we save it specifically for Thursday. Because Thursday's karaoke night. Okay, so. Is it? Well, it is for me. him. <laughs> <laughs> Just you. Eric's like, well, I'm going me, with you. <laughs> me and everybody at number one in Hillcrest. Yeah. So. Oh, there, there we go. go. You know, there we go. Yeah. Boom. Number All right. one, Fifth Avenue. Join us. Yeah, it, Well, join him if join you want to go. <laughs> Hernan Cias here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host. The Insurance Bro slash karaoke bro james cs (laughs) (laughs) with pipeline insurance uh and man uh we are so excited uh i met this gentleman for the first time uh at an aria event and uh man immediately just magnetized to this guy uh leading the charge out in east county with keller williams welcome to the show eric ty thanks for joining us thank you very much guys for having me Dude, he gets all excited once the mic goes on, huh? <laughs> right before that, what you guys don't get to see is him frustrated yelling at the computer. <laughs> but then once it works, it the yeah. But then when it works, he's, his excitement level just Woo-hoo! goes through the roof. Yeah, I, I get to see all the behind the scenes. Yeah, you today. get to see the behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. today. All right, ladies and gents. Snap! Is it gonna work? Is it gonna work? <laughs> All right, ladies and gents. Three hundred sixty-five pairs of shoes is what we're shooting for. We're at two oh two. Actually, we had uh, we had a donation yesterday. Two oh two is where we're at. So if you got shoes to donate, new shoes, used shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up six one nine eight eight four zero zero four five or James at csfirst.com. He'll ride over in his Harley, which I burnt my leg on today, like a <laughs> genius. I saw it but go down. <laughs> it oh. happened. Uh. So I got I got the ice pack going. So yeah, just, just there it is. But uh, so yeah, he'll hop on his Harley, not get burned on his leg. Go pick up your shoes, uh, and we'll we'll appreciate each and every donation. Because I wear jeans and boots. Because he wears jeans and boots, and I was wearing shorts. <laughs> genius, genius. <laughs> but also, if you have any charitable organizations, uh, any community good that you're doing you want us to promote it uh please let us know we will be happy to talk about whatever it is that you've got going on uh reach out to us you can shoot me an email right up there see uh james at csfirst.com or hernan at csfirst.com and we'll be happy to promote whatever good things you're doing all right time to talk to eric we've had so much fun with you already right <laughs> i just can't wait for our audience to have some fun with you too so tell me a little bit about yourself eric what were you doing before you got into this real estate gig or have you been doing it since birth <laughs> yeah, it was out of the womb, I was doing real estate. <laughs> 100 deals a year. New room for rent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually uh, I actually stepped into this team leader position uh, just about two months ago. Uh, before that, I was a loan officer for 10 years. Um, so I, I've been at companies like Blue Fi Lending when they first opened up in North County. I was actually the first loan officer there, my first loan officer gig um, in the call center. And then I did that for a few years, left the industry for a year, did consumer financing with Pacific Marine Credit Union, Mm. um, and then decided to cop back into mortgages. So I went back into mortgages uh, for a little broker shop in UTC for a few months, didn't really work out, and then was recruited by iMortgage, who then became Loan Depot. 
Uh, so I was at Loan Depot for three years, uh, and then I became the in-house lender for Keller Williams East County, uh, San Diego East Foothills, where I'm at now. Um, and I was there for about a year and a half, almost two years, and then um, went over to J.P. Morgan Chase and did home financing over there. And then <clears throat> Joe, the broker uh, owner at Keller Williams, reached out to me a couple of months ago and said, "Hey, you know, we're looking for a new team leader. You know, you're, you're a younger guy, techie. We we really want you to come over and just." Um, promote us, you know, promote the tech and, and all of that. Uh, and that's how it went down. So we talked about it, uh, went through a few different interviews because, you know, Keller Williams hiring process is, is definitely um, pretty strict. They, they look for a lot of things. Uh, and I found out a lot of things about myself that I didn't know before <laughs> um, because they, they make you take this test and then they interview you. They, they have the board, you know, interview you. Um, so uh, passed all of that and then stepped into the position over the last week and a half. I mean, month and a half. I've been doing a lot of traveling, went to Austin a couple of times to learn about KW technology um, and then also had a team lead experience out in Kentucky. Um, so just soaking it all up it's crazy how much information you can learn in such a short period of time oh, yeah and the traveling's got to be an added plus how do you like austin oh, yeah. i go there every quarter austin at this time of year not so much well, it's hot right it's, you got the humidity not just hot because I, I grew up in sacramento so I, I'm, I'm used to the hot weather but sacramento is more of a, a dry heat mm-hmm. you go to austin it's like your clothes stick to you you're, mm. you're sweating out of all crevices and you're just not feeling comfortable at all no not you know at all I mean? but People are so nice out there. Oh, yeah. Kentucky, too. I haven't been to Kentucky. Amazing. Just imagine, you know, when Delmar Racetrack opens up, opening day, how everybody's dressed. Mm-hmm. That's how people dress there. This is normal. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, the slacks and the button-up, you know, button-up to the, to, the, to the top button. And they're just shining. Dude, I, that, I, I love their style. Isn't it, isn't it funny, though? Like, we're all in the United States of America, but we have little cultures everywhere we oh, go. Crazy. It's crazy. Once you get out of California, you see a lot of things that you think California, you think is just represents all of the United States, but not, not at all. Like you go to different places and people look so different mm-hmm. and they act so different. Yeah. Act, speak, yeah. present oh, themselves yeah. Yeah, completely yeah, yeah. different. Absolutely. Um, so when I was out in Kentucky, I mean, even just the people, the, the way that they talk to you, um, I was like, I thought people in San Diego were nice. Now I know a whole new level of nice. Mm-hmm. They're just super cordial. You know, everything's, excuse me, ma'am. You know, how you doing, sir? And, and all of that. And it's just, it's a good feeling. It's it's kind of weird how, like, how do you come home and not want to be that way? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It, well, I mean, but that's kind of cool that you get to go experience that because you, you come home as a team lead, right? And mm-hmm. you have this culture that, you've been taught that you've seen that you've that you've lived for a little while yeah and you want to kind of bring that home what was that like yeah you know i, I came home I, I felt like uh a little different you know i i, I felt that i was a little bit nicer to people <laughs> just because i, I kind of irradiated off of me you know so um yeah i came back um uh, somewhat of a new guy you know a lot nicer to folks but also i came back with just a ton of information that kw taught me you know you when i first stepped into the position i, I just thought that you know okay, I'm just going to be talking to agents about how Keller Williams is the best place to be. However, there's so much more to that. Keller Williams is not just a brokerage. It's a culture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a platform. And, and it's a place to grow your business. You know, I, I see a lot of other companies kind of trying to do the same thing. But Gary Keller, you know, the, the leader of Keller Williams, the owner, he really is throwing all this money into what he thinks is going to be the next shift in the market. And that's technology. 
uh, technology is, is going to take over. And it's not really technology that's going to change our industry. It's really um, technology savvy type of agents that's going to take over the industry. People that don't really care about what's being presented in the marketplace right now for tech and people that don't really want to invest their time uh, are going to fall behind. And yeah. I always tell agents this. I say you don't want to be Blockbuster. You want to be Netflix. Absolutely. You don't want to be a taxi driver. You want to be Uber. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So Keller Williams is going to be the next Amazon. That's And they're setting themselves up to do a lot of cool things. They're, I mean, between there's only a handful of brokerages that I think are going to survive this next couple of series, mm-hmm. um, Keller being one of them, just because of the way. I mean, I, I think part of uh, and a major part of what they do, aside from the technology, aside from their shift, is the culture. Absolutely. It's the way, you know, when, when you talk to somebody who's wearing that red, who's 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 empowered, who's basically part of that team, they treat it like family. Everybody that's in that Keller family, like, I mean, it's, they call it a Keller family. They don't even call Absolutely. it like a brokerage. Yeah. And, and uh, tell me a little bit about, about what it's like, you know, in the office. How, how are agents as far as supporting each other? How's the training like over there? So it's, it's amazing. So it's funny that you say KW family because every email that I blast out to the whole company, I always start off with, hello, KW fam. It's always KW fam, KW family, because we are family. Um, and not just our brokerage, but all Keller Williams. So uh, the platform at Keller Williams is really to learn, right? It, it's not just, I see a lot of other agents at a lot of other brokerages kind of just on their own. And a lot of them actually come to us and they say, I need guidance. I need leadership. Uh, I need to, to learn about how to make myself better. Because how are you going to grow your business if you don't learn yeah they're not growing as an individual yeah exactly so what we really promote is classes trainings and they're all free i mean you look at our calendar every month every single day is taken up by some sort of class or classes Um, so right now for example we have what's called ignite Uh, ignite classes run from 9 a.m to 12 p.m and it's going to run until um, mid-september actually mid end of september and it's basically the nuts and bolts of everything real estate and every class is taught by uh, one of our top producers. Uh, and that's amazing because we don't just restrict it to Keller Williams agents. We don't you know, have you sign a contract. We don't say, hey, in order to go to this class, you have to be a Keller Williams agent. We welcome everybody. And actually, there's some people that show up to classes that show up to every single class, but they haven't joined us for years <laughs> they, because they see the benefit in yeah. it. Um, and literally, we will teach you how to become successful. For example, you know, my number one um, realtor, his name's Kimo Quantz. And he's really, really big in East County. Um, uh, he's one of the top agents in East County. Is the number one in my brokerage. And he actually cu- takes this time on a Friday, every Friday, to come in and teach a class at 7.30 a.m. And we usually have about 20 to 30 people in there. But for the top producer at a brokerage to spend his lead generating time to come in and teach an hour class on a Friday morning, that's unheard of. I mean, wh- where do you get that? You know, that, that's... The thing about that is, is I find the more and more people I interview, the more successful they become, the more giving they become. Yeah, giving of their you know of their time, not necessarily money. A lot of them do give away a lot of a lot of money. It just mm-hmm. ha- ends up happening, but mostly of their time, of their experience, because they feel like you know, if I would have had this when I was starting out, I could have been more successful. Right. If I can help them then it'll come back to me in full. It's like, it's one of those things you learn as success comes to, comes into your life. Mm-hmm. It's like, the more I give, 
the more success is gonna is gonna come back. And it's not a transactional give and take. Right. It's just constantly be of service to other people, and it comes back to you. And I and I have to say that it takes a very humble agent to share that information because I also know a lot of agents that say, hey, you know what? No, I'd rather keep that to myself. If I share all my secrets, you're going to become my competition. Mm-hmm. But it takes a very humble agent that is very confident in themselves in the business that they run to be able to share that information, to be able to teach others how they do what they do. Well, I mean, some of it is prospecting, but a lot of it is based on the relationships you've built. Yeah. If I've built a great, strong relationship with a particular client and I'm constantly in their life and being top of mind, I know they're not going to go anywhere else. Right. It's not a secret. The secret is in building the relationship right. long term and having those relationships. So I'm sure the reason he's so successful is because he has a huge COI that he's in constant communication with. Yes. And that he's always being of service to them, providing things for them. Mm-hmm. I bet you if you were to sit down and talk to him, his his prospecting time is not really figuring out new business. It's what can I do for my existing clientele? Absolutely. And so, of course, I can tell you all the secrets in the world because, A, I know you're probably not going to do them. And, yeah. B, when it does come time to competition, if you try to prospect somebody that I have a relationship with, good luck. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, that's that's like where, where I think the confidence comes from. It's like, I've worked this already. I've built this already. Yep. Let me show you how you can do the same. Right. And And you hit it right on the head. There's a lot of agents that want to learn how a successful agent does what they do but they're not willing to put in the time or effort mm-hmm. you know it, it's simple i mean you look at somebody like like hemo um he has a strategy every day he does the same things you know there's lead generating time there you know there's management there's th- this that and the other thing you look at his calendar everything's color coded you know he doesn't do anything that's out of color so I've gone and, and met with him in, in his office and I'm like, okay, so why is all this red? Oh, that's the most important thing. That's where I'm going to be at. And right when, you know, the clock hits this, I'm off and I'm doing this thing. And a lot of agents don't do that. Time blocking is so important mm-hmm. and agents just don't get it. No, it's tough. How, how do you spell his name? I'm trying to tag him here. Yeah. K-I-M-O. Quance is Q-U-A-N-C-E. He's in, I think he's on his way to t- Tennessee right now to visit his brother. So he might not be able to hop on, but no, if no, he no, does, no. tell I just him just tag him and just say, yeah, shout give, out. give him give a, shout a shout out. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but it, but I I love I love that 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 calendar time block thing. It's it's very difficult to block out your time mainly I think because they got into the business not with a thought of blocking out time. They got yeah. into the business because they wanted to free up their time. Yeah, they just didn't understand that what it takes to free up your time is to actually choose what you're going to do with that right time. it's right. still freedom yeah. like you're choosing when you get up you're choosing right. when you do your your prospecting you're choosing when you do these things but you still got to do them exactly if you don't do them you're not going to be an agent very long yeah and i think it w- what a lot of agents tend to do is they will time block they'll put together a whole time blocking schedule but once the clock hits this they're like uh, I just, I'll just push it back five or 10 minutes mm-hmm. or, Hey, I'm already 20 minutes past. I'll just do that tomorrow. I'll move it to tomorrow. And that's when the snowball effect, you know, happens. Uh, and they never get to that one thing that they were supposed to do on a Monday. And now it's almost Friday night and they're like, oh, I'll just do it next Monday, but and, it just never gets done. And you know, it's, it's very difficult. I think for somebody to 
go right into completely coordinating your schedule and blocking out every single you know minute oh, yeah. whatever start off in my opinion is start off small like yeah. what do you want to get done this week what are the the top three or four things you right. want to get done this week let's yeah. pencil those in what's it going to take for you to get those done and as you as you get better at meeting small goals like that then you add another one right then you add another one and then what, what what do you need more help with? You know, we, we talked uh, very early on in, in the podcast when James and I were talking um, about whiteboard and visual accountability, like looking up and seeing, you know, how many prospects do I have? How many leads do I have? How mm-hmm. many do I have pending? How many do I have closed? And always looking up and be like, okay, well, look, you know, at a, I'm, I'm supposed to have 15 leads on this board and I only have seven. So maybe I should focus my time right now on lead gen. Yeah. Or, you know, look, look at my pendings board. I, you know, I got five pending i should have seven pending right you know what do i need to do to get something in escrow yeah you know like having a system in place so that you can easily go on any given day and be like what do i need to focus on today yeah. if you don't have a schedule have something that you're looking at to focus your attention on. exactly exactly i agree and keller williams teaches all of that time management um pipeline management uh lead generating we literally have a class on every single topic and all you got to do is just come to them yeah. Take proper notes and put it into play. And you guys are practicing exactly what we just talked about. Anybody can show up. Yeah. So you're providing the value up front. This is what this is what the Keller culture is. Let me give you the value that you want, that right. you need. Let me help you become a success. By the way, if you're ever interested, doors open. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was talking to an agent uh, that straight up told me, hey, because I told him, hey, you know, you're, you're a low producing agent. I'll be completely honest with you. I see a lot of room for improvement. I see you on social media and things of that nature. So you're doing some things right, but you're just not doing certain other things. And I said, come to Ignite. Uh, I'll even sponsor you uh, because I mean, it literally is like, I think 40 or 50 bucks for because we print off a bunch of material Mm -hmm. and you're literally paying for the paper and the ink right the the class is free so i said i'll even sponsor you i'll pay the the cost for you to be there um and just learn and he said you know i I, i'm going to tell you right now i have no intention of leaving my brokerage and i said that's completely fine because i'm not trying to recruit you i want you to learn and get better because eventually once you start coming to these classes and you see the benefit you're gonna you're gonna come over anyway Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna be calling me and that's why I do all the social media stuff. I, I don't necessarily recruit individuals one-on-one. I want to put enough content out there where you say, who is this Eric guy? What is Keller Williams East County really about? And then you're going to call me and we start the conversation that way. Well, it, it becomes different. Like uh, the word that even EXP uses is not recruiting anymore. It's attracting. Exactly. Right. Because that's what you're doing. You're putting out value. You're showing people that this is what we have to offer. Mm-hmm. These are the benefits of our brokerage taste it try it give it a shot if you like it great and if you don't you know maybe you're better for it exactly same reason why you walk through costco and they give you samples right they don't just straight up say hey buy this i want you to buy this they say hey try it real quick Mm -hmm. and by the way if you like it it's right there yeah exactly it gets me it gets me too oh yeah i did that just the other day bought some bought a can of uh, roasted nuts (laughs) i was like oh these are good i'm taking a can (laughs) oh that's how they got you that's how they got me i had to try them first but no, well, well, tell me a little bit about getting out in the community. You're part of a bunch of other stuff aside from Keller Williams. Yeah, yeah. You know, the biggest thing for me aside from Keller Williams uh, is Aria. Um, Aria, you know, it's funny. You guys had Lizzie Lee on um, just a few weeks ago. Um, her and I actually met through uh, her friend who was my, my previous client. 
they actually have kids that go to the same school together. Uh, my name was brought up, and then uh, my potential client said, hey, you should reach out to Lizzie. Maybe you guys can connect. And I said, yeah, yeah, no problem. So I did, and then we actually became good friends. <clears throat> so I was over at her house one day, and she, she was talking about Aria. And I, I had been a member of Aria for like a couple of years. I never really did anything with it. Um, I just felt like I was cool. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, I'm, yeah. I'm part of this organization. Yeah. But um, at the end of the day, I, I didn't really do too much. I didn't really go to too many events. So when she said, oh, Aria this, Aria that, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm actually a member of that. Tell me more about it. And then she was like, hey, if you're interested, start coming to the board meetings. So we cleared it with the president, Hazel. Um, and I started going to the board meetings and I just fell in love, man. You know, I, I feel like they, they represent all the right things. Um, and they, they do a lot of things in the community um, that it's kind of hard for you to go out and do yourself. But mm -hmm. when you're a part of this big group, like, for example, just a few months ago, we, we repainted the inside of a, uh, uh, of a church, all the walls, the bathrooms, all of that for free. We got, you know, a bunch of donations and a, and a, and a bunch of um, materials donated, but <clears throat> we went in there and just got the whole inside of the church painted. Um, so now, you know, when, when the homeless walk in for a free meal, it's much more cozy, nice looking environment. Mm -hmm. So that kind of stuff makes me feel really good. So um, I started going to the board meetings uh, for a few months and then um, I guess they liked me <laughs> <laughs> and they said, you know, if you're interested, apply for the board. And we'll even, you know, um, you can apply for the 2019 board because there's a couple of spots to fill. So I actually became a board member um, this year and then I'm applying for the board next year as well. What's been your experience like going from uh, not doing anything with Aria, just kind of being a member and now being <clears throat> part of the board? Like, what would you tell somebody who's never been part of any association and, and you know, why, why Aria? You know, when, when you're in real estate, you really want to be in those types of organizations because it's, it's number one, it's a lot of explo exposure. Uh, and number two, you meet a lot of like-minded people. Um, and when I first went there, I was like, man, I'm just going to see all these lenders because, you know, I was a loan yeah, officer. Yeah. I'm going to see all these lenders. It's not worth my time because how am I going to, you know, work with these agents when they're already, you know, been working with these lenders for a, t a long time. And I tried to talk myself out of it. But once you start going to these events, it's really not about competition. It's just about networking, getting to know everybody in the business because the people that are not doing business are not going to those events. Mm -hmm. They're all producers, right? So you you just meet a bunch of like-minded people and you have a lot of fun with them. And then eventually, you know, the lenders that you thought was competition or the agents that you thought were competition um, become your friends and you actually start going out with them. And it, it, it's, it's just a really fun environment. You get together, you start talking about deals and, um, you know, what, what did you have happen this week and what did I have happen? And you kind of just mastermind. Um, I've met some really, really cool people through Aria that I can seriously call some of my closest friends now. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I mean, we always talk about that hashtag powerful relationships, making oh, sure yeah. that, you know, I mean, and, and it comes down to the same thing. You guys are, are all trying to do the same type of business, handle stuff for the same type of client. Mm -hmm. It just works better when you have that relationship, when you have that network. Yeah. Like you need, you need an, an agent. Let me hook you up. I know, I know exactly who you should be working with. Exactly. And it's, it's not so much that you're picking an agent because you know, they're a top producer in your team or whatever. It's just, you know, their personality type and you know, this client's personality type mm -hmm. and you think this is going to be a good match. This is yeah. going to work. Yeah. It's, it's client dating almost. Right? Yeah, exactly. But, but it, it's, it's something that you wouldn't have known that had you not connected with these people. Right. Dude, that's some, that's some cool stuff. What, what does Arya got coming up in the near future? Uh, Arya actually has a, uh, a woman's, uh, event, woman's council event. Um, 
and you put me on the spot, man. I know. I, I, I think it, I think I, it's October. No, it could be September. To be fair, James I saw could, that on the uh, Instagram too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it, and uh, so I got this thing going around. I, I help, I'm helping this kid build a, a little bit of a business doing profile rings, yeah. right? So on Instagram, it's just to make your profile ring stand out a little mm-hmm. more when you when you have a story. And so I created a little video for it, and in my video. It just so happened that the aria of hoster for yeah. the the posting is the, is just part of that yeah. video. So I've seen it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to my it. personal page, it's actually the first thing. I think it's September 18th. Now that I'm thinking about it, James, would you be able to see that? Looking for it on your page? Yeah, on my personal page, uh, it should be the. F- I think it's the first thing on there. Yeah, I'll find it. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about the event. He'll tell us the date in a little bit. Uh, it's just a, a bunch of strong women uh, that are coming together to talk about uh, their business. You know, uh, kind of like empowering women. Uh, this is not just a men's you know type of industry. Women yeah. are killing it out there. Oh yeah, yeah. We have some there's, really really big producers. There's some, yeah, there's some top producers that are that don't look down on the on the do the women crush it women we're living crush. right now in this this huge uh push on the on the female side because yeah. they've been crushing it for a while but now we're getting we're getting to see how how they're doing it right oh, yeah. now they're now they're in the forefront on the visual forefront yeah. i mean you've seen it i mean we're, we're kind of suckers for the marvel thing but that whole that whole scene in the marvel universe at the end right and all the women attacking you know making sure it's just very empowering i see my daughter like get all this energy my wife gets pumped up when yeah. that comes up and it's it's really cool to see women getting together and saying look we can do it too and matter of fact we probably do it better <laughs> i actually agree with that right so some of the best producers that i've met uh are women uh you know there obviously there there's men crushing it too but i think now there's more women crushing it than men i just think that they they bring a a different type of energy into the industry absolutely you know? uh sure. especially with aria there's you know i would say the majority of the board are women and they're they're killing it and that is September 18th from 10.30 to 2 p.m. at the Fairbanks Country Club. Oh, yeah. Make sure you guys make it out. Tickets available at areasandiegoevents.com. That's area with two A's. That would be Aria, bro. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Aria. Aria. <laughs> Obviously, I'm listening. <laughs> and we have a hashtag, Aria with me. Oh, oh. nice little play on words oh, there. Yeah. So tell me, uh, what what do you got planned here in the future? You've been at KW for two months as the head of that office. Like, what? Where do you see it going? You've done all the training, like all I mean, the training. I've done a lot of the training. A lot of the training. A lot more training coming up. Uh, I'm looking. I'm very much looking forward to uh, this thing called family reunion. Uh, they have it once a year in February. It's in a different place every year, <clears throat> but this year is going to be in Houston. Uh, and it's basically 20,000 Keller Williams agents that gets together. Uh, and it's, it's just all classes. It, you can go to different classes to learn about different things. You choose your own classes. It's kind of like college mm-hmm. where you just choose your own schedule. And then you go to different classes and just learn uh, from all the producers. How long is it? I believe it is one full week. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's yeah. a lot it, to take it, in. Yeah. But a lot of it uh, is partying too, though. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, you can't like get twenty thousand realtors together <laughs> yeah. and have a party. Come on. Now. <laughs> I've heard some crazy stories, and that's part of the reason why I'm looking forward like, to I it. I need to be in some of these stories. Yeah, or at least an observer of some. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll make sure I go live a few times. Yeah, what's up, <laughs> business bros? <laughs> but um, but yeah, what do I see coming up in the future? I'm going to push out a lot of content. You know, I, I'm really, really proud of uh, how good of a job everybody did on Monday when I brought in a videographer and basically showcased the office. I, you know, I, I really wanted to showcase just what goes down at the office on a day-to-day basis. And I had, I, I'll be honest, I, I directed almost every scene of that. Yeah. So I was really proud. I, I told the, the cameraman, I said, this is exactly what I'm thinking. Uh, the scene should, you know, go down. Um, and uh, I want you to say this. I want you to shake his hand this way. And, and it turned out perfect. Exactly how you envisioned and it? Exactly how I envisioned it. And, um, so I posted that Tuesday morning uh, at 10.45. We're, we already hit 2,000 views nice. organically, nice. you know, hit 2,000 views. Um, so my goal, I, I also boosted it on my business page. Um, and um, I'm hoping to get to about 10,000 uh, by next week. Nice. So I just really want to put us on the map in East County. I feel like, you know what, Keller Williams is such a huge company, and especially in, in, in El Cajon. We are the number one brokerage in El Cajon. However, we don't have too much social media presence. And it's my job to get us on there, to get us, get us exposure um, and basically put our name out there and let everybody know that we're here. What you type know? of what type of stuff are you thinking of doing as far as content? Are you thinking of like <clears throat> interview based? You're thinking of like community involvement? You're thinking of, all of events? It, all of it. So um, this is just one of many, right? So the first one I really wanted to showcase the office. Um, the second one is more along the lines of I'm going to pick maybe five to six top producers in my company, including chemo. Uh, and I'm going to say, Hey, look, why Keller Williams? You know, you could be everywhere else, but why have you been here for so long? What keeps you here? What keeps you motivated? What, what about Keller Williams is the aha for you? Mm. Um, and I'm just going to give them 15 seconds. I'm going to give, you know, give them the, the, the homework of writing out their own script. Why, uh, uh Keller Williams. And then I'm going to, put them all in front of the camera and I'm going to give them 15 seconds to shine. So if I, you know, do five to six of the top producers interviews, uh, it's going to be about a minute, minute and a half video. Uh, and I think that number one, it's going to get them some exposure. And number two, it really tells the other agents out there at other brokerages why we do what we do and how we do what we do. Hmm. All, all short form then. Yeah. Are you do any long form stuff? Long form stuff, maybe uh, in the future, but I really just want to focus on our office right now. Uh, I might do a testimonial sometime soon. I just don't want to dive into individual agents because I feel like it's unfair to all the other agents. If mm-hmm. I say, hey, this month I'm going to pick you, and there's over 300 agents at our brokerage, you know what I mean? So I really want to just include everybody. Um, I might do a have you considered a career in real estate type of video? Okay. Um, but uh, that's going to be within the next 30 days. But the next 30 days, no idea. I'm, I'm going to start brainstorming. Nice. All right. All right. What's the intent? What's the overall intent? Like, is it is it recruitment? Is it... Ultimately, um, that's my job, right? But right. But really... I have put recruiting as my number one responsibility, and, and that's what I'm supposed to be doing on a day-to-day basis. However, again, recruitment is one thing. Attraction is another, right? Mm-hmm. Without being attractive, recruitment is, gonna, is not going to work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, you can recruit all day. Turnover. Yeah, but if people don't know who you are, <clears throat> why do they want to come here? Yeah. And that's my goal is to, is to answer that question. Why do you want to come here? Because we're Keller Williams, and this is why. So that's going to be the content. 
awesome, man. That's so good. Yeah. I, I'm just sitting here thinking about the way that uh, our business works. And we have you know, a very similar model. We're always recruiting, always bringing on new agents. And that's a really good question to ask. Why do you want to be here? Yeah. Why do you want to be here? So Yeah, we yeah. had a business meeting yesterday. And it was very much focused on what's our vision and what are we trying to accomplish. Right. Because we've been in business for a while. But now we need to narrow down what we've what we're doing, right? We've built it, we've got systems in place. Now what? Yeah. Right? What's the next step? Why do we want to come here? Yeah. That's so pretty cool to hear it from somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the same, you know, the same Great track, the same like. the same mindset. So yeah. it's really, really cool. Yeah. So what about for Eric himself? Are you still producing as far as uh, mortgages are concerned? Or? No, so <clears throat> I have put that on hold for now. Uh, so all my loan business, I've passed on to a few different partners. I say, hey, take care of these agents for me. Um, any refinances that I get, here you go. Um, and I'm not touching that. I just, number one, don't have time. And number two, my NMLS ID, I mean, NMLS license is inactive, so I can't legally originate. But that's okay because I, I really just want to dive in feet first in this position and grow Keller Williams. My goal by this time next year is 400 agents on a roster. So I want 100 agents in the next year. That's roughly about 10 to 15 agents a year. You know, given you know, some, some losses, you have mm -hmm. agents that leave or whatnot. So I want to net 100 agents in the next year. Dang, see, that's same type of conversation we had. That's so funny. Yeah, great minds think alike, man. <laughs> they do. Well, no, it's just it's just you're 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 goal oriented. You're yeah. you're results driven, right? I mean, that's just the way it is. So I got a, I got kind of a, a selfish kind of question. So we're so on the insurance side, we're trying to build very much a, a similar model. I mean, you could, you could tell by the recruitment side. But one of the things we wanted to do is we wanted to target specific industries. So I was telling you before the show, we wanted to target you know payroll companies and, right. and ad workers comp. Um, specifically with us and the podcast, we want to be targeting mortgage companies and and brokerage offices. And our 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 pitch is basically it's simple. It's as a, as your insurance partner, we want to be able to reach out to the clients that you bring to us and ask them questions on a regular basis. They need to renew their policies every six months, every mm -hmm. year or so. Um, we talk to them on a quarterly basis. We talk to them quite often, and we're going to ask them questions like, "Hey, did you buy a new car?" You know, or you still have your homeowner's policy. Are you thinking of selling? Are you thinking of refinancing? Mm -hmm. What do you, you know, just to get in line of uh, ahead of what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, and as referral partners, we'll be like, okay, well, when they get in a position where they've acquired new debt, we can reach back to our original loan person, whoever it's going to be, and say, hey, this person has just acquired new debt. Might be a good time to refi. Yeah. Hey, this person's thinking about refinancing. That's one of the questions we ask. This is a perfect time. You should you should be calling them back up. And so it's kind of a mutual thing. It's, yeah. it, it's mutually beneficial when you have partners. So what do you think of, of partnering with a company that would work something like that? I don't know how you guys do insurance now. I know most brokerages, most mortgage people are just like, I just hand it to whoever. Yeah. Um, but there's no reciprocation. We want to start building something where it's it works both ways. It's mutually beneficial. Yeah. Well, when I was a loan officer, I, I had a couple of go-to insurance people. One person uh, could do a lot more than the other, but he was a little bit more pricier. Mm -hmm. So it was just kind of depending on the situation. But yeah, I had just my couple of go-tos. I was never the loan officer that's like, hey, just, yeah, go with whoever or, hey, yeah, here's whoever. You know what I mean? 
I, if I'm going to hand you off to somebody, I better trust them with my own policy. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of how I, I've run my business since day one is that I would never give you a road to take if I'm not willing to take it myself. Right. Um, so to answer your question, I mean, right now with Keller Williams specifically, we have different insurance agencies coming in, um, but we do have a partnership that we're looking to establish right now. Um, uh, and, uh, this guy has just done so much for our agents. Um, he really deserves it. So what we're trying to do is establish that. But right now, as of right now, we don't have a contract in place yet. So eventually we will. Yeah. That's but, cool. but that is also reciprocal. It's, right. it's going to be ingrained. It's going to be a part of Keller Williams. It's just going to be a wing uh, of, of Keller Williams. And that's exactly what we want to be positioning ourselves are, as, a, as the insurance company. We want to be like, you need a department. Yeah. This is your in-house department. What I would recommend is going to these brokerages straight up and just say, hey, look, uh, how are you guys handling your insurance right now? Um, who's your go-to? Because usually with brokerages, they're going to have a plethora of insurance agents that are coming in who... Who comes in at what time? Nobody knows. But all I know is I see you about once every couple of weeks. You don't really want that because it, when you when, when you have a bunch of agents that have so many options, they don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. You want to just say, hey, this is your option. If you don't go with this option, you have your own option. That's fine. But if you don't go with this option, then chances are if there's if something arises, if there's issues or hurdles in, in, in the process, um, nobody's going to be there to save the day. And I'll give you a perfect example. We have uh, our in-house mortgage services, and we also have our in-house escrow services. Our in-house escrow services is actually a Keller Williams wing. Um, We are the owner of that escrow company. So I have two agents. Uh, The listing agent decided on an escrow company that um, wasn't us, and uh, and he thought that it would be a good idea to go with this escrow company, also referred to another lender. Um, and there were some things that happened, you know, obviously I guess Loan Depot, uh, who's our in-house, uh, took a look at it, um, but couldn't do it or something like that. Um, but, uh, they dropped the ball, the lender dropped the ball, um, and the escrow dropped the ball as well. In the 11th hour, I'm assuming. At the, at the, oh man, I mean, way past the 11th hour. We're talking about like a week and a half past COE. Oh. Right, and everybody's just like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" The seller's furious. All my stuff's in a moving van. That type of deal. Um, and I just, I just thought to myself, I said, "You know, if you had just went with our in-house services, I could step in and say, hey, I need this done now.'" Yes. Yeah. And I would have been already one. Yeah, I would have been able to pull some strings, and it probably would have closed that specific day. However. You know, when you go outside, you have no control. Yeah. So that's why in-house services is just so important um, because there are certain things that we can do as in-house where other other people can't, or they don't care to do it because they don't really care about the relationship. It's very transactional. You know, very what I mean? much so, yeah. But for, you know, in in your aspect, I would say if you're trying to grow your insurance business, to definitely hit up all these you know brokerages that don't have an in-house insurance service, uh, and just say, hey, we're willing to go ahead and become a part of this company. Um, and obviously, there's contracts in place or whatnot, but that would be ideal because you'd be the go-to, and especially the brokerages with 100, 200, 300 agents, mm-hmm. that could bring you a ton more business. Right. Right. And like uh, we were having a discussion yesterday at a business and go, my favorite thing is to cut checks to people. Yeah. So, you know, if I can come into to your brokerage and be like, look, let me be in your in-house. You don't have anybody. That's cool. I need you to get one person that's licensed so that I can pay them because yeah. I want to cut you checks. Yep. Like, how can we make this happen so that it's mutually beneficial? Yeah. 
That's exactly. I, I love getting checks. Exactly. It's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> but, <laughs> aside from like, you know, eating, you know, sleeping, that sort of stuff, the necessities, <laughs> cutting checks is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, we're going to hit the uh, Ask the Bros. So feel free to ask James or I or both uh, any business or personal question you like. Well, let's get let's get personal, man. I, I'm pretty sure my viewers are, are also curious about this. I, I, I watch your podcasts all the time, and I'm a big fan. Uh, however, you guys just really interview other people, and there's really nothing covered about you guys. So tell me about yourselves and uh, family. I, you were just talking about a daughter, so I know you have at mm-hmm. least one child. Mm-hmm. How many children do you have? I have uh, I have two kids. Two kids. Uh, I have Mila and Liam. Same letters, different order. Okay. Um, Mila is 10. Liam's 9. And I've uh, been married for 13 years. October will 13 be 13 years. years. Okay, okay. Um, been with her for 19 years. High school so, sweethearts? Right after high school. Okay, okay. Right college school. sweethearts. All right. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of. We were working at that. the same bank. Okay, what bank? <laughs> yeah, at Wells Fargo. Okay, very nice. What did you do there? I was a teller. Actually, we worked in the, uh, in the cash vault. So it wasn't okay. even like a branch teller. It was like in this hole that yeah. all the armored trucks delivered money yeah. to on a regular basis but you had a lot of alone time with her oh uh, yeah for sure and <laughs> what's up girl bikes. didn't she work like right across yeah she worked like yeah like a couple desks over or whatever there you go so yeah very good yeah, what about you dude uh i also married um been married for four years it'll be five next april um she and i met a year before we got married well sort of we we actually met like years and years and years and years ago. Uh, she is his wife's cousin. Oh, and nice. So yeah, so uh, you know, kind of stayed in the family there. Uh, <laughs> but no yeah, southern, was, no southern. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, sorry to all our uh, listeners in the south. Right. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. It was. Um, I left for the Navy for, you know, eight years. Oh, you're in the military. I was, I was yeah, in the Navy for eight years. And uh, when I came back, uh, basically it was Mila's fifth birthday party. And I see this girl and I'm like, hey, Nan, who's that? And she's like asking her sister, hey, who's that? And yeah, we just kind of, oh, oh, okay. And the rest <coughs> is history. Okay, very nice. So no kids, uh, a, a dog. dog and two cats. And uh, Think about having kids though? No. No? Nope. She's not your thing. Nope. <laughs> Mom, sorry. She's, she's listening right now and watching, and she's like, I'm waiting on you. Actually, yeah. what was it? Sunday when she was over, she uh, was spoiling my dog. She's like, this is the closest I'm going to get to grandkids with you. So. <laughs> Nieces are, are good enough, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. For yeah. sure. Exactly. I got, a, I got two already. I, I got four. a couple of cousins. Four? four? No, I, I have two already. Oh, yeah, you have she's two. Got, <laughs> yeah, four. Yeah. Very nice. That that reminds me of my cousin Prometheus. Prometheus? <laughs> Is that really his name? Like, yeah. That's yeah. awesome, so, dude. I got a funny story Hell for you yeah. guys. <laughs> so I got a, I got two two older cousins. So uh, Auntie Amanda, let's go way back. I, I was born in Hong Kong. And what brought me over here was because my Auntie Amanda, who is my dad's older sister, joined the U.S. Army. Uh, and then a few years later, she petitioned for everybody to come over. <clears throat> and um, so her two kids her first two kids uh are my older cousins prometheus is older uh younger brother is flaminius <laughs> i'm not kidding you bro so pro and phlegm prometheus and flaminius um i grew up with them uh and uh and i'll get to what my point in just a second but funny story is that uh, my auntie amanda remarried this guy ed uh and had a third child 
And, you know, just looking at the pattern, what do you think his name is? Profi. I don't know. Tomethius? Exactly, right? What? Um, his, <laughs> his name is Alan. Okay. Right. <laughs> Perfect Alan. fit, yeah. So just, <laughs> so just imagine um, my auntie Amanda introducing, introducing her kids, right? Yeah. Hey, my sons, Prometheus, Flaminius, and Alan. <laughs> and Alan. <laughs> Alan probably had the easiest growing up though. Like he didn't. Nobody miss said his name. Like it, you know exactly yeah. how to spell it. Oh, dude. like there was no problems. Oh yeah. But he always gets to, Alan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's funny because Pro tells me uh, that one time he got pulled over, uh, got a ticket, and then the next month he was he was speeding, and he was speeding in the same area, got pulled over again, and the cop was like license registration, and he got it. he was like, hey, I pulled you over last month, man. <laughs> Name. Come on, man. Come on, man. There's only one Prometheus in this general area. Right, exactly. I know that cop probably, that cop went home too. He's telling his wife, oh, I pulled over this guy. Guess what his name was? It was a Greek god, man. <laughs> but he's Chinese. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's a tall, dark Chinese guy. Um, but, uh, but going back to the point was that Prometheus is the same way. Flaminius, uh, Flem just actually had his third kid. Mm-hmm. All boys. Uh, and Pro's like, you know, I asked him the other day. He came to visit me in San Diego. And I said, hey, when are you going to have kids, man? He was like, man, I just don't think I'm going to have kids. But I have enough with my nephews. You know, yeah. I, I just, I'm very much in my work. And I want to be successful. And I have a girlfriend. And that's just what I'm about. Your nephews are good enough for me. So that's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, for what it's worth, uh, with uh, my younger brother passing recently, I, I made a promise to his kids. You know, I'm going to really... Really make an effort, uh, commit to being there more for them. I was yeah. actually, um, you know, going through the slideshow yesterday, and uh, it got me all emotional. So I get home and I'm like, you know, kind of in tears, you know, a little yeah. bit talking to the wife and and t- uh, telling her how, you know, we got to be there for all the school stuff. We got to yeah. be there for all the, you know, big birthdays and like, you know, like I'm I'm really, you know, He's trying uh, to be the funkle. Yeah. trying to be the fun yeah, goal yeah. and you know just we have um three cousins uh on my dad's side who uh lost their dad when they were young and my parents stepped in and you know after this whole thing happened uh with with my brother and uh the podcast that we heard they listened to it and you know i got messages from them saying you know when your parents stepped in for us uh it was it was life-changing you know it was it was I mean, nothing is ever going to replace our dad, but yeah. having them there uh, really, really meant a lot. And so, you know, I'm really definitely taking that on, on my own shoulders. Cause, and that's big of you, man. I mean, they're, they're good kids. They are. They're great yeah. kids. They're great kids. And, you know, it's uh, what we got. For sure. From For him, sure. So. Dude, uh, yeah, nice. Uh, I know, right? Can we uh, move on a little bit here? Is it time for beers or what? <laughs> shots, shots. Uh, <laughs> I saw the tequila over there. I don't know. All right, Eric, it's I'm going to have you look at this camera right yeah. here and tell people how they can get a hold of you. So again, my name is Eric Ty. Uh, my number is 619-882-9776. You can call me, text me, email me at Eric Ty. So just first and last name at kw.com. Boom. Eric, it's been a pleasure. 
Bro, thanks for having me. Of course. Seriously, it's, it's been, been an honor. It's, it's been a while. We, <laughs> like, yeah. Ever since we saw you at RU. That was a nice event, by the way. It was. Top of Symphony Towers. Yep. You know, it was, Realtor Boot Camp. Yeah, that, that was day. cool. That was a good spot. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, since then, we're like, we got to get you on the show. We got to get you on the show. Yeah. But uh, it finally happened. And I saw your parody. Uh, was it a couple of months ago? <laughs> I was like, what is this? this is hilarious. Dude. I, I'm due. I'm due for another one. I just haven't had the time Please to put, it put one out. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'll share it. I'll promote. I'll boost it for you if you want to. That's hilarious. Sounds good. That's some good stuff. Uh, yeah. Don't let his wife hear that. Yeah, <laughs> she's always like, "Oh my god, you're talking about that video again." Yeah. <laughs> They're fun though. I gotta admit, they are fun. Oh yeah. man, it's fun to just watch, man. I felt the energy. I'm like, dude, I wish I was there. <laughs> it was a blast. It is definitely a blast. All right, all right ladies and gents. Uh, 365 pairs of shoes is what we're shooting for. So if you got new shoes, you shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. And uh, he'll drive over there on his Harley, pick them up. And uh, we thank you for all the donations we've had so far and all the donations that we're going to have. We're going to hit that 365, no problem. And then reminder... Uh, James is the insurance guy. So if you have uh, any insurance policies, homeowner policies, realtors, it's the last minute. You need a little bit of help. In the show notes, there's a link. It says need insurance. Click on it. We'll help you out and get that turned around as fast as possible. If you have any uh, any other questions, hit James up again. 619-840-045 or james at csfirst.com. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.